This is episode number 40 with Jack and Max Klein from Kids That Do Good. Welcome to American Snippets, your source for inspirational, motivational, and selfless stories and interviews from exceptional people across the nation. And now, here's your host, Barb Allen and Dave Brown. Hey, everyone. Dave Brown here from American Snippets. Thank you so much for being back on today's show. We're really excited to have you here today. Again, each week, we spotlight individuals who are giving back both in business and in everyday life. And our guests today are from an organization called Kids That Do Good. Kids That Do Good is an online resource for kids and their families to get involved with existing charities as well as create their own ways to give back. Our guests are Jack and Max Klein. And uh, they're not old enough to vote, uh, but they are strong enough to have a say in shaping this country. And Jack and Max Klein have been giving back to their communities ever since they could walk. But now they're picking up the pace even more at the helm of their national campaign to help other kids do the same. You see, they were determined uh, to find an outlet for their charitable instincts. But Jack and Max were discouraged because they were told that they were too young to volunteer. So they created their organization, Kids That Do Good, as a means to overcome that obstacle for themselves and other like-minded youth. They've been honored by the White House and consulted by leaders, and they're just getting started, and we are honored to have them on the show today. So without further ado, here is Barbara Allen with Jack and Max Klein from Kids That Do Good. Hi there. Welcome to American Snippets. I am your co-founder, Barb Allen. And here at American Snippets, we talk a lot about the difference that one person can make, how any one of us has the ability within our grasp to reach out to whatever length we can to make it a difference in the world, in the lives of others, in the lives of our community. And very often we'll be in conversation with people and we'll hear a lot of reasons why they can't do this or can't do that. And this is one reason we keep finding people across this country who are doing such extraordinary things to help back us up and confirm our our point. It's not just us saying this. We're saying this because we've met so many people like this. And today is a little extra special because the people that we are interviewing are are not even adults yet. They're not even like legal drinking age, right? Um, or But here they are doing things that people twice their age, three times their age are saying is impossible. And that is spreading a positive message and backing that message up with their own work, their own time, their own efforts. And they are inspiring people across the country to do the same. They're inspiring. A lot of people say that this generation is a doomed generation and you get a, a bad rap. These guys are here are, are here to prove you wrong. Max and Jake Klein from New Jersey have their organization, Kids That Do Good. And we are so excited to have you here today. Thank you for squeezing us in. Thank, Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us. So I, I would love to spend a lot of time with you. I am the mom of four boys um, who I love dearly, but I would very much love to also bring you into my home a little bit and be like, see, I'm not that crazy. This is true. <laughs> you can do this. So thank you for, for backing me up too. I'll be sure to make them watch this. Uh, You're tell welcome. Us, <laughs> I understand that. First of all, how old are you now? 16. 16. And your brothers and twins that get along that in itself is worthy of, of a whole other show, right? Setting a good example across the board. So tell us a little bit about um, your organization and what led you. And I know you've talked about this in other other areas, so we won't spend too much time on it. We'll go into, you know, a little different areas, but do give us a little bit of background 
and what it is that inspired you to get going, what it is that drove you to, to prompted you to say, hey, we need to do something different. So when we were around seven or eight years old, we really wanted to help. And we were helping out with one of our close family friends, and they were a retired chef that cooked for the homeless shelter. So we went over and helped him cook. And then we asked, can we help serve the people at the homeless shelter, the food? And he said, I have to get back to you. I don't know the age requirements. And when he got back to us, he said, I'm sorry, you can't work because it's 14 or older to work. And it really didn't feel nice that we were turned down to help. So we didn't want other kids to feel that way. So we decided that we wanted to help kids find ways to get involved in their community at any age. So when we were around, I believe it was 12 or 13, there was this, I think it was actually more when we were 11, there was this Avalon fire that happened in Edgewater and it, it misplaced or displaced, sorry, over 200 families. And we decided that we wanted to help those families and we created Edgewater Strong, a website that raised over a hundred thousand dollars that were affected and we we split it up among all the families that is extraordinary and your organization today you took a you carried on that work and created your organization and the mission of your organization is to connect kids with ways to give back yes so yes and the mission is to have anyone at any age can make a difference and one way we used to show that and still show that is through our birthdays, as we found, is a really good way to donate back to the community. And for as far as we can remember, we've been donating back to the community. And we were getting, instead of, in lieu of asking people for gifts, we asked them to bring money and we would donate it one year to the charity of our choice. So one year we did bulletproof vests for the police department. The next we did jaws of life for the fire department, tough book computers for the fire department, an electric stretcher for the ambulance, and many, many more. Do you have any, if would you have a guess on how much money you've raised? Just like random guess, or if not, that's okay, but I don't know. I, I would say somewhere around $300,000. At 16 years old, that is... So extraordinarily awesome. Uh, and you paired together. How did you, you, I understand you paired together with a marketing agency to start this, your organization. Uh, we, <laughs> we went to uh, where our mom worked and we introduced the idea to everyone there. And this person, Misha, had an interest in our idea and a passion for it that he helped us get it off the ground and start it up. And that's where we started from. Awesome. And your board members are also teenagers, some of your board members. Yes, that's correct. Some are close family friends. Some are from different parts of the U.S. Some are cousins. We're trying to get everybody from everywhere so we can have a broad scope and get charities from everywhere. We're hoping to expand further and possibly one day become worldwide. Yeah, I I can absolutely see that happening. How do the organizations that are included on your website, how do they get included? Do they contact you? Because these organizations, I mean, obviously kids of any ages, how how literal is that? I mean, if they have toddlers, do they, they're not going to just drop the toddlers off, but they can stay and volunteer with them maybe or get something done, right? What is your, what is the policy? 
they can. And what we do is we research all of the charities that we put up on our website and we put filters for all of them. So they have the age filters on them. They have location filters. If you wanted to do based on your interest, you could search through that on our website. And it's all based on how everyone can help in the community. And we want everyone to have the ability to give back. And we feel that the idea of the birthdays are a really good way to give back from a young age, because there might not be that many charities that you can give it like two years old or three years old and have your child help then. But you could help, your parent can help and maybe help you start a lemonade stand or start a walk that you could do at that age. Awesome. Um, and I went on that website and I you know, popped in the information and I will tell you, it is very easy to use and to do that and to find, to go in according to your interests and find things geographically within 50 miles, I think is as, as far as the website would go of the we area. Wanted, hmm? We wanted to make it as kid friendly as possible. So when they go to our site, yeah. they don't get turned away right away because they're like, Oh, this is too hard to navigate or it's too much information to put in or whatever. So they wanted to, we wanted to make it as easy for them as they possibly can have it. I think the kids aren't the ones that are going to have trouble. It's the parents who are like, I'm going to find you something to do. You know, the parents need to be able to navigate. So you made it very parent friendly too. So I thank yeah. you for, I thank you for that. Um, what are, do you do any annual events or any regular events or is, is it just, is it, just every, every day every, every day. i'd like to say quarter or half year we decide on a charity that we want to help and we actually go out with our entire kids that do good team and we have anybody else and everybody else that wants to help like one year we did a food drive for the the hope the battered women's shelter in leonia and we got everybody in leonia to help donate food and we did a food drive and even U.S. Foods brought food and they donated to it. That is awesome. And circling back to the website for one sec, because was one more thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, you have, you even go so far as to offer lesson plans for teachers who are interested in, in incorporating this mindset into their classroom, which I think is phenomenal. It is uh, really such a good, good mindset to gone, especially with all everything that is going on out there. When you take that energy and you pull it away from all the negative and divisive issues that are out there and you funnel all of that into positive outlets, it can be extraordinarily impactful. So tell us a little bit about the lessons, lesson plans, how those came about, whose idea was that? How did they get designed? I'm fascinated by that. <laughs> so the idea actually came from, we were on the Today Show a little while ago and one of the teachers from our elementary school that we went to saw it and actually thought it would be a really good idea to use that in their classroom as a teaching moment and had all the kids write a little essay about it and how they could give back with whatever they wanted. And we thought that was a really good idea. And that since if you teach kids at a young age to be charitably minded, it sticks through them throughout their life. And we thought the best way to do that is through school. And the best way to get through the school is to give lesson plans to the teachers. 
so they have a better access to charitable actions and how to teach kids to be charitable. Nice. So that teacher, oh, go ahead. We worked with local teachers in our, in our town. We live in Edgewater, New Jersey, and we worked with our elementary school teachers and it, they, they helped us design the lesson plans for other teachers. So when, when a teacher was to come on the website, it was easy to navigate and it also had different ideas and different approach approaches. Like we have different subjects you can go through that you can filter now. We can, you could do like science or English and you can see how that's going to be helpful for your classroom. And we're now starting to do high school and middle school plans. Awesome. Yeah. I saw you had the different grade levels there to make. I mean, it really is about as absolutely easy as it could possibly be as clear cut. When you go on there, there's no, there's no mistaking what each lesson plan is for. And boom, you click here, you do that and everything is just right there. It is, have, do you know, uh, are you able to track how many teachers hop on and try that and take advantage of it? Uh, we're starting to, but we haven't really started to gauge anything since it's so new. Yeah. So would you like teachers to get back to you if they've used it or send in some feedback with their classes? We'd love that. Anything that can help us help other people is amazing because then we can add more. We can do things. We can change lesson plans. We can always make it better and we need their feedback to help us make it better. And with the feedback, we'd be able to tailor our lesson plans more towards what teachers feel would better their classes and what would benefit having in the lesson plan versus not having in the lesson plan and to continue from there. So if I'm a teacher and I hop on that website and I pick a lesson plan and I go for it and I want to chronicle that and get it back to you and let you know, is it a good idea for me to shoot some video or maybe have some testimonials from the students or the community? How would you, if you had your pick, what would be your format of feedback? Well, I feel email would be a little easier for us because we check our email daily. Okay. But if it was a video or something sent in, we'd have to show the whole board at once and everyone would have to see it at once. It's easier on email because it's easier to move around mm-hmm. quicker okay. and easier to get to everyone. Okay. And there, and your email is on the website, just to contact you via the website. Yes. Okay. Now, I understand that you all were recognized and acknowledged with with a little bit of an award lately. Do you want to can you can you tell us a little bit about that? We were we were mind blown when we were presented this award because it was a surprise to us and we were presented the President's Volunteer Service Award for the gold level and it was it was with a letter from the White House signed by our president. And it also came with like a medallion, I want to say, that was like a gold medallion that showed the President's Volunteer Service Award on it. That just one medallion, you have to share it? No, no, no. no we, we each got our own. And I'm just this kidding. was because you were invited to speak on the new Commission for National Military and Public Service. What? And while we were there, they surprised us and gave us this award. Okay, so now you just opened up a whole other thing. You were invited to speak for what? Uh, it's the National Commission for National Military and Public Service. It's those last three, the National Military and Public yeah, Service. Yeah. I don't remember exactly which order they go That's in. That's okay. We'll just make it up. 
we were there for our birthday and we actually donated back to one of the chairmen because they work as the president of the Freedom Alliance. Oh they send gosh. care packages overseas to troops that are act in active or inactive places. And they send them like things from home or it can be something they've missed like peanut butter. It can be like towels or wet wipes. It could be such sunscreen. And we went there for our birthday and we donated back. And we, since we turned 16, we wanted to donate 16 care packages each. Oh, nice. And then that was a surprise for the commissioner. And then they surprised us with this award and they surprised us with a cake. Jeez. So I don't know if you know, but I am a gold star wife and that means I lost, I am someone who lost my husband in Iraq um, several years ago. My kids were just very young at the time and I'm very involved with the military community now. So hearing things like that happen, um, what I say to people all the time is that one of the best things you can do for somebody who's been through something or struggles with something is to give some purpose to their pain and to, and to their struggle. And so when we see people like you doing things like that, and especially, I will say, turning it back around to support the military, it just sort of lifts us up and it, it just reminds us of the importance and the value of, of everybody giving their most and, and doing their best. So I thank you for that as well. And we'd like to say we're so sorry for your loss and thank you so much for your family's service. Yeah, thank you. So what did you go speak about when you were speaking at that committee? Well, they wanted us to speak about how to engage our generation more into doing public service and community service because they're not so much right now. And they wanted to figure out what's the problem, how they should address it, and what they should do in the following years to combat the generation not helping out and to continue from there. I think you're you're doing it. You're doing what needs to be done, right? Yeah. What were some of the, the suggestions that you had for them? Well, one thing I suggested was that I felt not everyone should get a participation medal because then it makes everyone feel like I don't have to do anything and I can still win. So we should make people have the mindset that they should go out there and do stuff, not just to get a medal sometimes, just to help out sometimes, and should really benefit the community and should not feel that they have to get something in return for doing something. Excellent, excellent thought. How did you, I'm still very curious about how you were eight years old when both of you, how did that conversation go? Did one of you just look at the other and be like, I don't really need birthday presents this year. You know, I mean, they're good, was, but they're, I mean, how, how did you just decide? It was, since we were born, it was all, all through our life, we decided that we wanted to give back. So even from past when we were, we recall anything. So that's like near our first birthday. We've always been giving back for our birthdays. So your parents helped nudge you in that direction. They, they taught us from an early age to give back to our community. And they told us about how 9-11 and our town sits right across the water from yeah. Manhattan. So it's really close to us and how that the World Trade Centers were destroyed in that and how many of our first responders went and helped when that attack happened. So we wanted to give back to our local firefighters 
because of that, and when we found out that the equipment that they used w- was destroyed, and that's when we donated back the that's Jaws of Life. Awesome. So how is that going to go? Are you ever going to get a birthday present? Like ever? What if somebody gives you like, actually, <laughs> and I'm not trying to make light of it, but it is, I always try to find a little bit of fun in it. Right. So like forever and ever you, just, you plan on donating your birthday and, care, and passing that down. We would, we would like to always have that as a tradition we like yeah. to do. And we sometimes very rarely get an actual gift, but we want to mostly keep it right. at the mindset of giving back. We always want to make sure our community is taken care of. There's so much we have. We're, we were always taught that we have so much and that others don't. So don't think about yourself. Think about helping others and think about how you can give back. And what ha- have you found anything that happens when you have that mindset and when you go back? I mean, have you had experiences that you feel wouldn't have happened? without you all being so involved in this work and this effort, things bouncing back towards you? So one of the things was that if we didn't have this mindset, we wouldn't have some of the friends that we do at school or some of the people backing us because they always saw how charitably minded we were and liked that we had that drive and passion. And they, they had their light bulb in their head click and turned on and they followed us and backed us for everything we did. So when we did the food drive for the town, we in Leonia, we actually had a lot of the students in the high school come help us because they liked what we were doing and wanted to help start doing that. Awesome. Future plans. Where do you see yourselves after high school? Well, after high school, we hope to see ourselves in college. For, do you have then, any, yeah. Do you have any, uh, idea of what area you'd like to pursue? We'd like to pursue public service. And okay. maybe after that, we're going to continue working on the website. And we hope it'll grow so big one day that we could hand it down to our kids. That is a very admirable goal and a worthwhile one, worth shooting. And I don't really see any reason why that wouldn't wind up happening for both of you all. Um, a lot of times we ask our guests, if you could reach back in time and talk to your 22 year old self, what would you say? So clearly that's not applicable here, but I love that. I love that you guys are just shaking it up and showing people like, Hey, you know, you're a little bit behind the game. You better step it up because we're coming after you. Right. Uh, so if you could reach ahead, maybe what is something that you would like to see yourself carry outside of charity, outside of this work you do, but for personal goals in your own life, hobbits, hobbies, or just advice that you would have for, say, your 25-year-old self? I would make sure to tell my 25-year-old self to always have the charitable mindset and never to forget about your roots and how you've had a lot in the past and to make sure that in the future or even in the present to give back and make sure others are being helped. Because nice. it's not about money. Money is just a material item that you can have friends and family that lasts forever. Yeah. And I would say the exact same thing as he said. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Okay. Um, And then voila. So one other question we like to ask people too, if there was anybody that you guys could pick up the phone and call today, anybody in the world that you would like to meet and spend an afternoon and talk to and learn from and hang out, get to know who would that be? I, I, 
would have to say probably the president, because that would open a lot of doors for us and it would help us get more people involved and it would help us spread our word about our website. Excellent choice. I'm going to take a wild guess, but if you had to pick anybody other than the president, <laughs> who would, <laughs> don't say the vice president. <laughs> um, that's a really hard question. I know. It's fun though. I really don't know. Um, no All right. You're right. Yeah. You don't have to have to come up with something. A lot of times people, sometimes people will just come up with an answer that I just never would have expected. Uh, so, you know, it's fun. And I know that you guys have to go. So I'm trying to talk fast and wrap it up. So I'm going to wrap it up with this last question before we remind people how to get back in touch with you all. Okay. Um, so here at American Snippets, we talk a lot about the value of the American dream and how the American dream um, is the right and the, the freedom to pursue the life that you want to pursue, but also about how that entails a certain responsibility to turn around and help the person next in line or next or beside you to do the same. So we're curious to know what our guests think the American dream is. What does that mean to you? I would say the American dream is helping others and maybe treating others how you want to be treated. And others might not be as fortunate as you in life. And you have to give back and help out in your community. You would say the same thing? I would say <laughs> the same portion of it as okay. the first, first portion of treating others the way you want to be treated, even though it sounds cliche, it's still a very important motto to live by because people only think about themselves and they don't think about anybody else that could be like sitting next to them, that they could be homeless right. or that they're completely different than them. They only think about themselves. We need more people that think about everybody else around them. Nice. And can you think of one person, is there one person that just pops out in your head that you've met working with, you know, directly impacted. Maybe it was someone at the firehouse you went down to talk to or someone who just had a story or um, a message for you. Is there anybody that you, you've met or come across that just sticks right out in that? I would say our, uh, our family friend, Joey Criscolo, he really made a lasting impression on us because we would always go to his house and help him cook for the homeless. And that's when, uh, we unfortunately were turned down to help at the homeless shelter to serve the food. And that really led us to keep going and led us to where we are today. So that's actually a very good point. Um, when you were turned away, instead of just saying, oh, that's it, I guess we're just going to have to sit back and wait a couple of years. You just found another way in. Is that the advice that you would give to somebody else who said to you, oh, you know, I tried this, but it didn't work. So I'm out. That is the advice I would give to people. Don't always take the easy way out. Always look for new opportunities. Always go out there, see what you can do. Don't stop when one door is closed. Try and open other doors. Perfect. Uh, so once again, we'll remind people, or I'll ask you to remind people, where is it that they can get in touch with you to find out more about what you do and sign up to volunteer? They can get in touch with us through our website and the email is at the bottom of the website. It's info at kidsthatdogood.com. And the website's URL is kidsthatdogood.com. Okay. Thank you both so much for being here. I, I know again that you're on that tight schedule, so I appreciate you jamming it in. Thanks so thank, much. Thank you so much for thank having Thank you very us. much. Okay. That wraps up another episode of American Snippets. Thank you so much for being here today. I would also like to thank Jack and Max Klein for taking the time to share their story and tell us about kids that do good. These are two 
exceptional young men. They are the future leaders uh, of this country, and they are truly leading by example. So thank you again, Jack and Max, for being on the show. Uh, Kids That Do Good, they've been featured on Forbes. They've been on the Today Show on CBS. And again, we're, we are just super grateful to have had them on the show today. So if you got some value out of this episode, uh, please share this with a friend. Uh, sh- you know, Share this with your children. Let them know how they can get involved uh, with volunteering and doing charitable work. Uh, tag us on social media at American Sippets. And don't forget to visit our full story and see the full featured video that we did on Kids That Do Good. Um, let them know what you thought about their story and their organization and what they're doing. And you can do all that at americansippets.com forward slash zero four zero. Also, don't forget to connect with us on Facebook as well. We publish daily inspirational content, videos, and stories there throughout the day. Uh, you can visit us at uh, right on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash American Snippets. Also on Instagram. Um, you can find us at American Snippets as well. Uh, again, we are looking to spread our message of positivity, possibility, and patriotism across this country. So support us in our mission in doing that. Uh, you can do that simply by subscribing on iTunes or on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review. Tell a friend. Let them know what we're doing here. The more subscribers, listeners, and reviews we get, the more exposure we can provide for our guests and the stories that we feature here. So uh, give us a hand, leave us a review, subscribe, and uh, that would really go a long way and we would really appreciate it. Finally, don't just be inspired and entertained by our guests. Let their stories ignite you into action in your own life. Now go out there and show the world how exceptional you truly are. See you next time. 